السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ الحمد للہ الحمد للہ نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعاشروهن بالمعروف فان كرهتموهن فعسى ان تكرهوا شيئا ويجعل الله ويجعل الله فيه خيرا كثيرا صدق الله العظيم beloved brothers respected elders allah subhanahu wa taala out of his kindness and mercy has sent to us the message of the quran sharif through his beloved rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and allah subhanahu wa taala wants that we become successful in life we lead a life of success we just heard the azan now and the muazzin the caller inviting towards allah subhanahu wa taala he proclaims hayya ala al-falah hayya ala al-falah come to success come to success so all of us want a life of success we want a successful life allah taala wants that from us, for us so therefore allah subhanahu wa taala has given us various commands various prohibitions allah subhanahu wa taala has given us a complete life the perfect life of islam which allah subhanahu wa taala has chosen for us so that we can live accordingly and through the grace and mercy of allah subhanahu wa taala we can become successful <clears throat> on the other hand you find the forces of evil shaitan who is our open enemy his motive is to derail us to cause us to become astray to cause us to be misled and to go on to the path of destruction misery disgrace this is what shaitan wants to achieve it's mentioned in a hadith 
of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam found in Sahih Muslim. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that shaitan, he places his throne on the ocean. And thereafter he dispatches all his agents to go out in the earth to cause dissension, to cause fitna, to cause trouble. And thereafter they come and report to him. All his agents come back to report to him. So one of the shayateen, evil shayateen come up to him and say, I have done such and such a thing. So shaitan says, As for you, you haven't done anything. You haven't really achieved whatever mischief he may have caused, whatever evil he may have caused. You have not done anything. But then another one of the shayateen comes up to him. And he says that I persisted. I continued with the man. And I did not leave him until finally he separated from his wife. So shaitan continued whispering, continued prompting him, continued goading him until the time that he could not, he was not uh, tolerant, he could not tolerate and he uttered words of separation, of divorce, etc. So, so shaitan says, and he brings him close to him. The words of Hadith of Nabi Islam, he brings him close. And he says, You are the man. You are you have done wonders. You have done wonders. And he says, one of the narrators says, and then Shaitan embraces him. So this is Shaitan's goal, how to cause dissension, how to cause enmity, how to cause destruction, how to cause difficulty and hardship for us. This is the goal of shaitan. So one of the roads that will lead us to lead a successful life, a life of success, is when we lead a happy family life. When our families are united and strong, when our families are united and strong, then this will lead to the community and society being strong and will help us become successful and lead us on this path towards success. Quran Sharif says, Allah Ta'ala says, say to them, O Muhammad Sallallahu the losers are those alladheena khasiru anfusahum wa ahlihim yawmal qiyamah. The losers are those who have lost themselves and their families on the day of Qiyamah. They lost themselves also. They didn't care for themselves. They themselves didn't lead the, uh, the, the, the life pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their families as well. They lost their families as well. They made no effort on their families. Their families are also on the path of destruction. Those are the true losers. So this family life is something that Islam has emphasized upon. Joining family ties, unity amongst family members, starting off firstly with the rights of parents, 
who hold such a great position of respect in the in the in the Muslim family. So first of all, respect for them. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا Your Rabb has decreed that you don't worship anyone except him and that you be kind and you show goodness to your parents. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا So next to the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, immediately after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought the rights of parents, being good, Ihsan, being kind to your parents. And part of this family life is the relationship between husband and wife. Between a husband and wife. And this has been stressed in so many ayats of the Quran Sharif, a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, of how we should be dealing with one another and how we should be uh, uniting this bond and cementing the bond between husband and wife. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands, and primarily my audience here are the men, there may be a few ladies listening at home, so I will be addressing you with regards to the rights of your wives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, that live with them in the recognized manner. In a manner that is recognized by the Sharia, by the commands of Allah and the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So with good akhlaq, with good character, with a smiling face, with sweet, kind words, speaking nicely to one another, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands, Allah ta'ala commands on behalf of the females, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَآشِرُوهُنَّ Live with them in the recognized manner. وَآشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Further Allah ta'ala says, فَإِن تَرِهْتُمُوهُنَّ then if you dislike them, فَاسَا أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا Then perhaps you dislike something. وَيَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ فِيهِ خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا Whereas Allah Ta'ala has placed abundant goodness in it. So you may dislike something, but there may be many other positives in that relationship. There may be many other positive things that you also need to focus on. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has explained in a hadith, la yafrak mu'minun mu'minatan, that the believing male, he should not hate the believing female. In kariya minha khuluqan, referring to the husband and wife, in kariya minha khuluqan, if he dislikes some characteristic of hers, radiya minha akhar, he will be pleased with other characteristics. So our tendency generally is to focus on the negatives. That you only focus on the negative. This is not pleasing to me. You dislike that. You're irritated by something. But don't only focus on this. And this principle can hold true in all relationships. Because as human beings, we all have 
our positives also, and we have our negatives as well. We have our strengths, and we have our weaknesses. So we have our good characteristics, and we have our flaws as well. We have our weaknesses as well. If you are going to focus only on the law, breed more and more animosity, more and more hatred, but if you focus on the positive aspects, look at the positives, then inshallah that will breed more happiness, gratitude, contentment with one another. In Kariya Mina Khulukan, Radiya Minha Akhar. So the Quran Sharif says, Wa'ashiruhunna bil ma'roof. With good akhlaq. This was the hallmark of the characteristic, of the character trait of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this ayat in, in, uh, instills within us tolerance. That you, there's got to be a degree of tolerance, of hilm, of tolerance. That you can't just become upset about every small thing that you dislike. One of my Ustaz Hazrat Mufti Ibrahim Sariji Sahib, Damat Barakatum, when I was going to get married, so one of the words of advice that he had given me was that now that you are getting married, he says that there may be many things of your personal likes and dislikes. Many of your personal likes and dislikes. For example, someone likes, I'm just giving an example, someone likes the aircon, someone doesn't like the aircon, for example. Uh, someone uh, likes, uh, you know, you got your personal likes, you want the food hot, you know, with, uh, uh, nice and tikka masala, whatever it is, you, you like it hot. Or someone likes a little bit more salt or less salt, or these kind of likes and dislikes. So his advice to me was, all these things, forget about all that. These are not the things to, to focus on and get irritated about why this is like this, why that is like that. He says, those personal likes and dislikes, you must learn to tolerate. You need to learn to tolerate all those personal likes and dislikes. Then there are other aspects with regards to the Sharia, with regards to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes to the commands of Allah ta'ala, that's where you need to focus on. For, so when it comes to commands of Allah Ta'ala and Sharia, that's where you need to focus on and ensure that you, your family, all are making an effort to practice on the commands of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. But he says even with regards to the, those aspects, your attention must be on that, but there also you've got to exercise hikmat and you have to use wisdom. How to... Uh, encourage the person, the family members, etc. or to come onto Sharia, onto the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So perhaps they're not being regular on Salah, and how to encourage them to come onto Salah. They are not uh, uh, practicing properly on the laws of hijab, how to get them onto the laws of hijab, etc. So there you focus on, and there you, that's your, uh, your, your attention must be on that. So there's a need for tolerance, there's a need for uh, hilm and tolerance. So one of the causes of the destruction of our families is this bad akhlaq, this uh, lack of tolerance, this lack of compassion and tolerance 
and mercy. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Akmalul mu'minina imanan, ahsanuhum khuluqan, wa altafuhum bi ahlihi. The most perfect of believers in iman, those who have the most perfect iman, are those who have the best akhlaq, the most best character, and the ones who are most kind to their families. وَأَلْتَقُهُمْ بِأَهْلِهِ Nabi Sallallahu wants us to be compassionate, kind, merciful, loving, and a mercy for our, for our, for our families. وَأَلْتَقُهُمْ بِأَهْلِهِ And Nabi Sallallahu said in one hadith, خَيْرُكُمْ خَيْرُكُمْ لِأَهْلِهِ وَأَنَا خَيْرُكُمْ لِأَهْلِهِ Nabi Sallallahu said the best of you are those who are the best of you to his family. And I am the best amongst you to his family. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, obviously, Na'udhu was not boasting, but because he was the perfect example that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has given us, look at the akhlaq of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Was he abusive to his family? Did he lash out at them? Or did he exercise tolerance? Was he ever physically abusive to his family? Never. This was not the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Was he verbally abusive to his family? No. This was not the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The best of you are the best of you are of the best, those who are best to their families. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in one hadith, Istawsu bin nisa'i khaira. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Accept my wasiyat with regards to being good to, you, to your woman. Istawsu bin nisa'i khayran. Accept my wasiyat with regards to being good to your woman folk, bin nisa. So to your wives, your sisters, your daughters, granddaughters. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's instruction and command is that accept my wasiyat. You know, a father makes a wasiyat on his deathbed or wherever, he makes, his, he makes a wasiyat that please, you must take care of this for me on my behalf. So the child takes it to his heart. Here Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making wasiyat on behalf of the females of his ummah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, accept my wasiyat. This is my wasiyat to you. This is my wasiyat, my bequest to you that you show kindness and be good to your families. Istawsu bin nisa'i khaira. Another cause of the destruction of the family, the first cause I mentioned was about the lack of good akhlaq, lack of good qualities, lack of good characteristics. Another cause of enmity and uh, disunity in the family and in communities and in society is, Allah forbid, it is intoxicants, wine, and gambling, these things like this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladhina aman, O believers, innama al-khamru wal-maysiru wal-ansabu wal-azlamu rijisum min amali shaytan. Wine, gambling, the stone altars, and divining arrows. I'm not going to go into the details of that. But, wine and gambling is mentioned over here. They are filth from the work of shaytan. These are the tools of shaytan. These are the tools of shaytan. Fajtanibuhu. Abstain from it. Stay away from it. So that you may become successful. Allah wants success for us. 
Shaitan wants our destruction. The tools of Shaitan mentioned here are wine, gambling, etc. And the other two things, we're not going into the detail of, but wine and gambling are mentioned over here. What does Shaitan want? Innama yuridu Shaitan, Shaitan desires, to incite hatred and enmity between you. What tools does he use? Fil khamri wal Using wine and gambling. Using intoxicants and gambling. A person loses his mind. He lashes out at anybody. Physically abuses somebody. Verbally abuses somebody. So when he, when he loses his mind, so the tools of shaitan are this wine and gambling. Fil khamri wal and shaitan wants to stop you from the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from salah. Will you refrain from this? So beloved brothers, respected elders, I had mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes successful to lead a happy, successful life in dunya and in akhirat as well. On the other hand, shaitan desires our destruction, disgrace, and us being disgraced in dunya and in akhirat. And part of this recipe for success is that we lead a happy family life. We lead a happy family life. And one of the main ingredients of that for a man as well as for a woman is good akhlaq. That both should be having good akhlaq, fulfilling the rights of one another and having good akhlaq. And another cause, or another major cause of destruction in the family unit and in society as well are wine, intoxicants and gambling. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from that. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq to understand. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.